0: Welcome back. Oh my goodness, it's so long, but we are reunited. This is the Obsessible Podcast. And on this show, I talk TV and movies like I will with my girls, my colleagues, my booze, and my bays. Guess what guys, guess what? This is episode 10, the season finale. I know, I know, we made it, we made it. Thank you guys, thank you so much. You guys are too kind, you're too kind, you're too kind. Anyway. As I said, this is episode 10. This is the season finality, and we are at the end. For my listeners who have been here with me since I launched this podcast, thank you so much. I really appreciate you, and you are definitely the reason that I keep going. Uh, I knew that this was going to be quite the undertaking, and it really has been just exactly that. Uh, I've learned a lot. I hope that it has gotten better since the beginning. Hopefully, it hasn't gotten worse, uh, but <laughs> I hope it has definitely gotten better. Something that you guys have look, looked forward to um listening to and engaging with and um you know just having a good time with but i've got a lot of dope things planned for the next season and yeah so i'm I'm really looking forward to season two i am gonna pause for a bit and just kind of watch these movies and television shows just to enjoy them like i have been like i don't even know why i'm gonna be like i'm saying like i'm gonna pause for a bit because i've been paused um it's been a minute since (laughs) episode nine but um this will be an even deeper pause Uh, for the wider world of TV and film, because I'm going to actually do a season one B. But that season is literally going to be all the wheel, all Wheel of Time. You guys knew that that was coming. Uh, The Wheel of Time starts this week in just a few days. It is officially Wheel of Time week. I am super, super, super exciting, excited. So all of episode season 1B is going to be all about the wheel of time um can we say excitement excitement So if you're new here, welcome to the Obsessible podcast. I'm your host Nicole also known as Nikki to my besties and if you're listening we are now totally besties we are BFFs we are bonded for life. okay keep coming back. I keep doing this and that's what that's how this works. that's what makes this uh, little uh, conversation that we have on a fairly regular basis. So amazing, because we're so so close, right? We're so connected. Um, Just want to say thank you for listening. Tell another friend, honey, so that we can keep building this here tribe. Don't forget to subscribe and follow and like and comment, all that good stuff. All right, so what are we going to talk about in this episode? This episode is a complete departure. Um, I've done that many times over the course of the season. I'm not even going to act like that. that's a new thing, but I'm departing. Big, big departure. Um, Why? Well, I can't say this enough. There is so much to watch, especially for TV shows that often it's really hard for me to decide what I want to narrow it down, like narrow the conversation down to and what I want to talk to you guys about. But I think for this finale, I literally had to go big and I had to just like come off the rails. Um, That does not mean necessarily supersized episode because low key, I feel like all the episodes on this show have been supersized, but just some big, big projects and a long list of them so i decided that this entire episode needed to be a watch guide for the fall winter 2021 2022 season because this may just literally be the best fall season uh tv premieres in for like my god ever um and many of the shows that we know we love are returning and many many new show new shows are hitting the streamers as well so leave it to me your tv show guru namaste watching tv and your guide to help you navigate these waters as to what is coming up. So I apologize I should have dropped this episode in September but here we are mid-November and the Wheel of Time like I said it starts this Friday so I had to get this out now 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 so that I can focus on the first season of the show and drop those episodes weekly. So basically this episode is just one big what's up next. Now, as for what's happening in Hollywood, I'll be giving you some updates on movies that are coming to the screen, uh, new TV shows, casting announcements, release dates, and new trailer drops for the most anticipated movies and television shows of this year and into next year. Um, I might just actually focus primarily on movies so that if if we get to this, the uh, what's happening in Hollywood segment and there's no television shows, y'all be good because d- I'm about to give you like 90 million and a half, okay? Um, and then to wrap it all up, some hilarious tweets about uh um about tv in twitter me laughing i chose tweets about ted lasso and i'm gonna do a quick review of ted lasso in that segment because i promised it i said i was gonna do it and i'm gonna do it um so you know this is where we are this is what you gotta do now go grab yourself a snack get yourself a drink get comfortable go for a walk i don't know today it's raining so you might not be going for a walk on a rainy day but if it's walkable weather go for a walk walk your dog get in the car go for a drive go grab yourself a coffee but just take me with ya and press play so let's get this started this is obsessible i'm your host nikki and i'm so glad that you're here Whoa, isn't that the one where the guy becomes Oh, isn't that the one where the guy becomes limitless? Yeah, that's the one. Except for the fact that there's that like that, that's all the ones. Um, <laughs> you know what that intro means—that we are in what was up, what's up now, and what's up next. But like I said, this entire episode is primarily going to be what's up next because of, there is a lot up next a lot and the other thing is i'm only focusing on the streamers you know what they are netflix amazon prime in uh, canada crave um and uh disney plus and apple plus because if i were to jump into network and cable i would literally li- like no I, I just i don't there's too much there's, there's just too much and i would say not do it all I can do a lot, not all. Um, So let's get to it. So like I said, this is, we are in mid-November. It is exactly November 17th. And um, I missed all of the October premieres. But I'm going to tell you what they were just in case you weren't even aware that some of these shows had dropped or had started streaming or that new seasons were now available. So I'm going to start in October. The whole process of this uh, we're going to go month to month. So we're going to and I'm going to give you a little bit of tea about each of the shows, uh, the most notable ones. But primarily I'm just going to give you a list of what's great of all of these great shows that are now going to be available to you uh, starting in October and running it through to December. Okay. And so that's what this, this whole entire segment is going to be about. All right. So let's jump into it. So in October on the 15th, uh, on Amazon prime, you could start watching cause it's all, all episodes are available. Um, the season actually just ended for this, uh, a show called, I know what you did last summer. And that, that show is, Obviously based off of a book, but also the cult classic film um, horror slasher film from the '90s starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, and called "I Know What You Did Last Summer." So it's the same name and it is the same premise. So I obviously I'm going to give you a 2.5 because, like I said, the season just ended and. I watched this entire season and I am thoroughly upset about how they ended it. Um, literally the moment that I was thinking to myself, watching the finale, that the killer could not possibly be blank. It was actually that person. Pissed me off. Cause I literally was like, are you kidding? I was saying to myself, it can't possibly be X, Y, Z. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you. Cause you know, I'd be spilling the tea. Um, it can't possibly be Margot. And it turns out that it totally was Margot. And also, uh, there is no justice for the victims. And also, there is no real... Like, the motivation that they used, not sufficient. Like, it's not good enough for me. Like, I just was like, how could this be her justification for doing what she did? Like, it just was, like, easy or, like, it almost seemed like they were, like, let's use the character who people will least suspect uh because it'll be such a like a left turn and that's what everyone was like yeah that's a great idea and it sorry it wasn't a great idea sorry it it wasn't um it wasn't dissatisfying in my opinion at all but it's all episodes are currently available there are eight episodes in total um and that's i know what you did last summer Currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Started streaming on October 15th. Also on October 15th, season three of Netflix's hit series, You, starring Penn Badgley, um, as our you know, low-key psycho, uh, <laughs> obsessive-compulsive <laughs> main character, Joe, um, is currently out and all episodes are available on Netflix. I also finished this show and uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, love and Joe, as you know, at the as of the end of season two are a, totally a thing. They are a couple, they are married, and they have a beautiful, bouncing, healthy baby boy. Um, but love is a problem. And if you're watching the show currently or you finished streaming it, you know why love is a problem and not the emotion love. Um, low-key love is not emotion, it is an action word, it's a verb, okay? So that's some free therapy for you. But she, the character love, is a problem. Uh, She has more impulse control issues than Joe ever did. And at least we can understand Joe's justification. She's just a child, literally, a child. And she just throws tantrums and does heinous stuff as a result. Um... But the this, this season was very satisfying and I look forward to seeing what Joe gets up to in season four and we know that the show has already been renewed. So get into season three of You on Netflix, currently streaming worldwide. On October 17th, season three of Succession dropped, HBO's, one of HBO's hits. If you are in Canada, you can watch it on Crave and everywhere else in the world, you can get it on HBO. Um, so I'm started Succession but could not get into that show. I just as I said before I couldn't I didn't understand the theme like I didn't know how I was supposed to feel it was kind of confusing so I didn't stick with Succession. I might go back to it who knows we shall see but season three is currently airing and episodes are dropping on a weekly basis. All right so that was October 17th on October 21st on Disney Plus, they've got this new show. It's called The Girl in the Woods. I don't really know much about it. I'm pretty sure it's an adaptation of a novel. Um, and it is part of like all the stuff, all of the content that dropped around. And for Spooky Season this year, there was a lot of it. And um, yeah, so go check that out. October 21st, it dropped The Girl in the Woods on Disney Plus. On October 24th. Nope, we're gonna jump to October 22nd. So on October 22nd, season two of Lock and Key dropped globally on Netflix. All episodes are currently available. I'm actually in the process of doing my watch right now. For some reason, Lock and Key is not really my vibe right now. I don't know why, like I really enjoyed season one. no though I'm having a really hard time recalling what the heck happened in season one. Um, so much of, it's like watching the show for the first time going through season C- mm-hmm. two, but uh, it is out. Um, and basically the Lock kids have created their own tribe of key holders and um, are not, you know, the only three who are, are holding on to the secret of the keys. Um, we know that as of the end of season one, Dodge is still alive and uh, wreaking havoc and she is and now she has a new partner in crime. As we saw what happened at the end of season one when they were throwing who they thought was Dodge through the portal. Um, but Dodge is alive and well, and as a result, a poor young boy has lost his mother horrible. Um, but not quite. Dodge seems to be up to the task of trying to create more keys, and she is posing as a completely different person by the name of Gabe, and, uh, who is currently dating Kinsey, and she's trying to use her connection to Kinsey and her relationship with Kinsey to, um, infiltrate the gang, uh, gain more access, I don't know. She's up to something. It's nefarious. We know that. But we shall see as the season continues to play out. Like I said, I'm currently in my watch of it right now. But it is available. It dropped October 22nd on Netflix globally. Okay, so that brings us to probably the most anticipated show for me for October, and that is Insecure. Season 5 is currently available. It is out. Four episodes are currently available right now uh, on HBO Max, and it is currently streaming in Canada on Crave and it dropped like I said on October 24th. Um yeah, season 4 was brilliant and a masterpiece and beautiful and actually has one of my f- all-time favorite episodes for the show period. Like I just loved season 4. And um, the episode where Lawrence and Issa sit together and have a full adult conversation about what happened, which basically ends up leading to the reconciliation, is probably, is definitely my favorite episode. Um, It is so beautiful just to watch the maturity of these two characters, their growth over the years, their ability to sit down and talk about the mistakes that they made, it was just real. It was just super real to me. And um, if you've never been in a situation like that, where you've been able to just sit and talk with an ex about what the relationship like and kind of just like heal for each other and show up for each other in a real way and have a real open and honest conversation, um, then you'll know exactly the vibe of that episode and why it was so poignant um, and why it's so loved by the insecure viewing audience. But it is definitely a loved episode and it is so important for the culture. Um, And uh, we're all very sad to see this show go. It has done such great things and given such a great voice to showing how uh, you know being black is not necessarily a one note thing, and um, there is you know dynamics and uh, and just interesting experiences that are all so very different. And I just um, have such a deep appreciation for for the show. But um, we are, like I said, four episodes are currently available if you haven't started watching. If you plan to binge watch, it's not ending until December 26th, which is when the last episode will air. So you have all of the rest of this month and basically all of December before the season finally airs, I mean ends, and then you can uh, go ahead and do a full on binge watch. But I can't wait, honey. I'd be watching it every week. So (laughs) it's like part of my Sunday night ritual, the new, uh, new Insecure episode. So yeah. Go ahead and get into Insecure Season 5, currently streaming on HBO Max and on Crave in Canada. All right. So then to wrap up October premieres, there is Love Life Season 2, which dropped on October 28th, just a couple of weeks ago. And that is streaming in Canada on Crave and everywhere else on HBO. This show, well, HBO Max, it's HBO Max original. This show was so awesome. So season, it's an anthological uh um show and I wasn't actually expecting that but I'm kinda glad that they decided to tell a new story, a new love story, if you will, um, for the second season season featuring a completely different character, but one that is connected to Anna Kendrick's character from season one. So um I'm like I said, like season season one of Love Life was one of those surprising shows from last year that I I totally, totally enjoyed watching and really, really loved, um, especially the dynamic between um, Anna Kendrick's character and her mother and how that all, how that relationship played out because it obviously deeply affected her ability to find love and sustain it and, um, you know, played into a lot of the mistakes that she made um, over the course of that season. But It was, uh, it was highly relatable, like highly, highly relatable. Um, Even though you know they make it seem like like life is so linear and it all just kind of works out, falls into place perfectly, and everything is great. And that's a bag of bullshit. We all know, (laughs) part of my language. But um, you know that's a bag of crap. Life does not work out like that linearly, (laughs) linearly. But uh, it does inevitably all work out for the best. Um, No need to quit yet. Um, But. It, uh, it was highly enjoyable to watch. So in our second season, like I said, we have a new character. So our new character is Marcus and... He is the lead, and you would know Marcus from his role as Chitty in The Good Place. Um, And I would 100% define this show as a romantic comedy. It is full-blown romantic comedy. have the will-they-won't-they, and you have the main love interest, and you usually meet that person fairly quickly. Um, But he does go through many, 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 many ups and downs and in trying to determine what it is that he wants for himself, for his life. Um... And it also stars uh, Jessica Williams as Mia. And if you haven't seen Jessica Williams Me, the incredible Jessica James, I think you should watch that. That's actually, it's phenomenal. It's so good. It's currently on Netflix. This season also stars uh, Leslie Bibb um, and is narrated by Keith David. And also you will see Anna Kendrick jump back into this season a couple of times as Darby, um, which was delightful just to maintain the connections between the two seasons and having her, Having her character there was nice. Um, one of the things I love about this show is the narration because it, the narrator gives us a, a, uh, an insight into the inner dialogue, the inner uh, workings of the character, their motivations, things that are not completely, totally depicted by their interactions with other characters um, or and or through dialogue, the character's dialogue. So the 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 narrator kind of gives us this little. Um, uh, introspective view into the character so it makes the experience of watching the show way more interesting. Um and it is narration done right. I have a thing, there's a way to do narration and they definitely do it right. Um Marcus does definitely find his eventually find his way. Everything again works out. He does find love. Um he is very true to himself in that and it's it's almost like when you meet her comes his person. Um, you know that it's her. Almost immediately. Uh, and it is definitely a winding road that they take to finding each other and becoming a couple. But um, it is totally satisfying. It's actually super realistic and they deal with a bunch of their stuff, personal and uh, like... As individuals but then as well as together Um, and it's a super actually like once the relationship fully defines itself it's super healthy it's literally not toxic at all and which is not normally the way rom-coms are like they really have set us up for failure Um, and for belief that like toxicity is like some sort of way to communicate your real interest and undying connection to somebody and it's not like let's normalize Just talking things through and not being self-sabotaging idiots and breaking people's hearts and destroying them for the future before we finally decide that this is what we want. How about we stop doing that? Um, There are more free therapy for you. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. But yeah, so... That is uh, Love Life season two, currently streaming. The season is out. It was airing weekly. They were dropping them in uh, the episodes in, in chunks. So they dropped the first four. Then there was um, then the next and then the next. So um, the season is currently done. So you can watch it. It is an HBO Max original. It streams on Crave in Canada and HBO Max everywhere else. That was October. That was just October, guys. <laughs> and that is, like I said... That is like literally not everything that you could watch. Um, I'm going to give you two honorable mentions. One is The Lost Symbol, which is um, an adaptation of a Dan Brown novel. So if you liked Angels and Demons, those types of uh, those types of movies, the ones starring Tom Hanks, then jump into that, The Lost Symbol. And uh, that is on Showcase. And also, so you can catch it on St- Showcase if you have... Um, like I use Fire a Fire Stick. So if you have Fire Stick, you watch it on Stack TV. And uh, if not, you should be able to just log in and stream it f- directly from Showcase. Um, and that's for my Canadians. Four, and then another honorable mention, which is super fun, foolish, but just highly entertaining show, also is a spooky season drop, was the adaptation of Chucky. So originally the movies were called Child's Play, featuring a uh suicidal not suicidal homicidal maniac doll imbued with the spirit of a serial killer um child's play those movies there's a series of 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 movies based on this premise well they've adapted it into a television show and called chucky and it is equally as campy and ridiculous but it's a lot of fun and there's nothing scary about it um i would just say caution for language um but that's pretty much about it what I did find is interesting I actually filmed in and around the GTA so in and around Toronto um, and you can if you know what to look for you can pick that up really quickly immediately from basically episode one so I've been watching both the both of those shows as well and uh, I mean yeah I've been watching both of those shows and Chucky is currently um, streaming on so Chucky is also currently streaming on showcase in Canada it is a sci-fi network USA Network original Um, and so in the U.S. you can catch it there. Um, like I said, campy, campy, campy. There's literally nothing, like, you could not be, even if you were a kid, you can't be afraid of this show. Like, it's just, it is not that at all. But it is certainly fun and I find myself laughing most of the time that I'm watching it. So those are my two honorable mentions for shows that started in October. All right. So... October. That, like I said, that's like literally not even including all of the things that were in September and on now. Cable. So November, what do you have to look forward to? This is the month that we're in and we're halfway through weeks until the end. So let me catch you up and then make sure that you don't miss what's coming. next. First up, November 5th, Dickinson premiered. Dickinson, Dickinson, Dickinson premiered, I believe this is season two on November 5th on Apple Plus. Apple Plus dropped some serious bangers. And I realize I haven't talked about not a one of them. So let me do that now. So because a bunch of these shows premiered in September, like I said, I should have dropped this episode in September and then like just been a chilling up until it was time to start recording for the Wheel of Time. But you know, whatevs. I'm not going to harp. But... But let's get into some of the stuff that premiered in September on Apple Plus just to give them their just desserts because they are pumping out the content, honey. And it is good, good. All right. So the morning show season on September 17th and you need to get into this one. Like if you love drama, if you love great acting, if you love, want great writing, you need to get into the morning show. It is absolutely fantastic. Um... And it's just wonderful all around. The cast is superb. We're talking Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, um, among others, and uh, Reese Witherspoon. Just a heavy hitter. Uh, just a bunch of heavy hitters. A bunch of amazing character actors. And you guys definitely need to watch. So that's The Morning Show Season 2 on Apple+. Plus Streaming everywhere. Also an epic, and I mean epically huge, sci-fi adventure show called Foundation, which is based on... Um, Isaac Asimov's novel of the same name also launched in September, and it premiered on September 30th, and it's called Foundation. Like I said, um, it's it's really good, but I'm in the midst of a watch right now. No idea what's going on, so I've been letting episodes pile up so that I could just binge all of them and so figure it and to be able to figure it out. Because like by episode three or four, I was like, I'm just gonna need to take a pause here. No clue what's happening, and I'm just it's right now. It's a bunch of moving pictures. So um, I'm really kind of glad that I did that. But like like I said, I'm really enjoying and I mean it's epic. This show is gargantuan in terms of production, uh, the size of the production, and also has a really great cast. So um, yeah, get into that foundation. Uh, currently playing on Apple+. Plus. I also want to mention uh, they have a new show as well um, that this was an October drop, Acapulco season one. Um, basically... It's set in 1984. Young guy uh gets his the drop of his dreams at a one of Acapulco's greatest and hottest resorts, Las Colinas. And um and you know hilarity ensues. It is definitely a comedy and with a little bit of drama. So that dropped on October 8th. October 8th, not the 15th, October 8th. On October, and this is all on Apple Plus, by the way, like they were like not playing in this fourth quarter. Um, Another huge sci-fi adventure show from Apple Plus is called Invasion. And it dropped on October 22nd and also has a massive cast. And it's told everything. So basically, Invasion, as it sounds, it is about alien invasion, but it is actually really more focused on the human stories. And it's told from the perspective of a bunch of different characters all experiencing different things and how they are all handling that uh and it's again fantastic huge huge show invasion season one uh episodes air every friday so each of these shows i'm telling you about have weekly drops and they're all dropping, they all drop on Friday. So like Apple Plus literally takes up like, if I were to just to watch everything that drops on a Friday on Apple Plus, like I literally would be watching TV damn near all day. Because that's how much content they have. out. And so that's Invasion season one. Uh, also an amazing cast. Homegrown talent Shamir Anderson is in this show as well. So shout out to Anderson. Congratulations on a fabulous show. Uh, also Apple Plus. Another amazing show from NBA star... Kevin Durant is Swagger and that dropped on October 29th. I'm so off script right now because I literally had not originally decided to talk about all of this. But yeah, you guys need to know, like Apple Plus is coming with the content. And I've also been watching this on a weekly basis. It also stars O'Shea Jackson um, and is super super dope like it's a really really good show if you're especially if you're into um sports shows if you're a basketball fan this is definitely uh the one you want to get into it and it's from the same team uh that um brought you the show that brought us all the show uh Friday night lights so yep that swagger it dropped October 29th okay 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 and then that brings us to the season premiere of dickinson like i said dropped on November Fifth. so that's all the good good like basically all the stuff that i'm watching on apple plus that i wanted to mention and bring to your attention there is a ton more that i have not even gotten into like see starring jason momoa the octavia spencer and kate hudson show uh finding jacob like there's just so many there's so much happening on apple plus if you have not gotten a subscription you should because you're not going to be able to watch unless you have a like another digital box, probably will not be able to watch these shows anywhere else. And they are great, high quality, high content shows, including Oprah's show, which is literally like a whole season, like 15 episodes of different interviews with people, which I didn't even know about until of course, Will Smith's interview. And then I saw that promo on YouTube and I was like, what? Let me go check this out. So yeah, missing Oprah and her interview skills and styles. There's literally a whole season brand new interviews that she has done on apple plus so go check that out back into it okay so next show the sex lives of college girls that premieres tomorrow november 18th um i'm hoping that this i'm actually going to be able to (laughs) <laughs> tomorrow too. So it'll coincide. Um, and it is in HBO Max original and it is coming from Uber creator Mindy Kaling. Uh, and it actually looks like a good old time. You literally need to go and watch the trailer because I was laughing already watching the trailer. This is definitely going to be a comedy. Um, I'm not sure what the format's going to be, but I'm assuming it's going to be a half an hour and, um, should be a lot of fun. Mindy Kaling is an amazing executive producer and writer and actor. Um and she always always brings amazing content. So you should definitely go check that out. And it's called The Sex Lives of College Girls. It will be on Crave in Canada and streamly on Max. And then and then <laughs> The Wheel of Time drops on November 19th on Amazon Prime globally. We are getting three episodes to start. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to like watch, like stay up and watch at midnight or like just go to sleep, pretend like it's Christmas and then watch on Friday. Like, should I take the day off? Like, is it a holiday? Like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, so excited. But anyway, November 19th, Wheel of Time hits Amazon Prime, three episodes and then weekly episodes after that up until Christmas. Yeah. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about all the things. Okay all the things deal of time and also on november 19th the great season two drops on amazon prime uh which is a super funny historical drama uh well not a drama it's a i guess a historical comedy about um um catherine the great and her husband and that those characters are played by al fanning and nicholas holt and Jillian Anderson is joining the cast for season two. So that should be interesting. She plays, um, Catherine's mother. So should be fun. I really enjoyed season one. So we should be able to see, but you know, like ain't nobody finna, like, I don't even know why they dropped it on the same day as, as the wheel of time, because the amount of money that Amazon prime is pumping into promoting the wheel of time, uh, is crazy, but granted the great is not a wheel of time original. It's a Hulu original. So then that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, but you can watch it on Amazon Prime. And if you have Hulu in the States, obviously you can watch it on Hulu. Also on November 19th, the live action remake of Cowboy Bebop hits Netflix globally. This is also one of those ones that has a huge fan base and is a highly anticipated remake. And, um, yeah, they talked about this during Tadum as well as, uh, their Netflix fan Netflix conference that they had earlier this year, this year um, that I had also talked about. But yeah, so Cowboy Bebop is finally dropping and that's on this Friday on Netflix. On November 21st, From Stars, we continue in the Power Universe with Power Book 2. And this is a continuation of the first season or it could also could be a new season. I'm not sure if this is a 1B or a season two, not sure. But that is what is coming to you on November 21st. We get to see what's going on with Tyreek and his family as they move through this whole process of trying to get Tasha out of jail uh, and everything that happened with Tariq in the first half of this year. it's it should be interesting. You know how I feel about Tariq already, y'all. Y'all know. But I'ma watch and see what's 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 been going on with him and what they what they continue to do with his character. On November 24th, this is the other thing that I am super excited to see, which is Hawkeye. It drops on Disney Plus globally, November 24th. Um, it's, yeah, this should be like a fun, action-packed, it's based in New York, so uh, it should be interesting to see uh, New York during the holidays and all of this good stuff um, that Disney Plus can do, only Disney Plus can do with, um, a production of this size. And maybe not only Disney, because Amazon, I not Amazon, sorry, but, well, yeah, Amazon and Apple, Apple uh, Plus are coming with the big productions for television. So, baby, they're as sparing no expense, uh, to quote, um, the doomed scientist from Jurassic Park, whose name I cannot remember right now terrible the amount of times I've seen that movie those movies all the movies good grief you think I would um, that was an internal monologue anyway so yeah they sparing no expense Hawkeye November 24th another part of phase four just seeing them continue to build their world in the MCU also also on November 24th is Hannah season 3 which is coming to Amazon Prime so more teenage super spy uh, dramas for your head top coming from Hannah. And uh, I have to finish season two, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Like, I just literally need to decide and maybe I'll just wait till season three so I can just watch it all together. But um, I enjoyed season one. It's definitely a dope action fact show um, with your normal teenagers or don't listen narrative that Hollywood likes to pump out. But in any case... You know Hannah's on her own doing her own thing trying to survive and she has a partner in crime and that's in season two I don't know what season three gonna look like but like I said I gotta wrap ups too in order to find out in any case it's coming for you on November 24th Amazon Prime and then Gossip Girl season 1b drops November 25th HBO Max original in the States and pretty much everywhere else and on Crave in Canada. Uh, the way that she, the first half of season one ended left a little bit something to des- be desired. Uh, I just already not a huge fan of this reboot. Um, some of the choices that they're making for the characters I just find are very morally bankrupt. <laughs> and um, for a bunch of kids are supposedly so woke about damn near everything, they're just, they do things that are just not... Promotable, like I just can't promote. Like I just, just it's just ugh, uh, uncomfortable. Um, and including, you know, like I've talked about this already, like that whole trope of like, you know, senior high school seniors sleeping with young, um, or seemingly young high school teachers. Like, it's just like super, super predatory, super abuse of power. And I just, the concept, regardless of male or female is just super icky to me. It's kind of over it. So I'd like to see less of that, but I don't know what Hollywood's about. Uh, but yeah. And that is the last show for November. That is no word I'd like to even mention. Gossip Girl, season 1B, November 25th, Yo, max. All right, so let's jump right into December. On December 3rd on Amazon Prime, season 2 of Alex Rider Drops, which is, again, another teenage spy action-packed type show. Um, So that's December 3rd and that's Amazon Prime. A new show that I actually just found out about literally days ago, and I'm really glad that at this part of, because I've recorded this, this podcast in two parts, and now I'm recording part two, and luckily was able to find out about this show in between part one and part two recordings, um, Harlem. And that is also coming to Amazon Prime on December 3rd, and it stars a really great cast, Megan Good, Tyler Lepley, and Grace Byers. Grace Byers, you'll know from Empire... Megan Good been around the game for a however long, like just doing everything. But most notably and most recently, uh, you'll recognize her from Shazam, and she's returning for part two. And then Tyler Lepley is re- fairly new. Um, stars Rising. He is from a show called um, Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, Pink Valley. <laughs> I forgot for a second there, (laughs) but that's where he's from. So yeah, that's, it's a pretty great cast and uh, should be interesting. It kind of reminds me of the show that we were just, I was just watching that was on either Stars or Showtime, but I watched it on Crave that also was based in Harlem, just wasn't called Harlem. And now for the life of me, I can't remember. So yeah, it is what it is. Maybe I'll come back to it and I will remember and I'll let you guys know, but I've talked about it for sure. Definitely talked about it. Just can't remember the name. <laughs> Moving on. Um, another highly anticipated reboot coming to TV this fall, winter 2021, 2022 season is And Just Like That, which is the, the Sex and the City sequel. It drops on HBO Max and Craven Canada on December 9th. I'm excited about that one, actually. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the ladies have gotten up to, even though we're not including Samantha, which I don't know what all the politics are surrounding that, but everyone else is back. We're getting a whole bunch of new characters and that should be just as much fun as the original was. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Then moving on to December 17th, On Amazon Prime we're getting a new show called with love don't know much about that one but December 17th probably a romantic comedy if the name gives anything away so jump into that here's one that I'm actually really looking forward to on December 17th season 2 of the Witcher drops on Netflix and I will definitely be binging I will be done that first weekend that sucker is out Um, Yeah, like I'm really, really looking forward to that one. So December 17th, The Witcher season two, Henry uh, Cavill is back um, as Geralt of Rivia. And so we should see what all the fantastical monsters that he continues to hunt. And we will see how he is as a stepdad, (laughs) an adoptive father, uh, his new role. So as uh, the protector of Princess Siri. So we should be able to, you know, get some new stories uh, and see what the world, how the world of The Witcher continues to unfold. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, then we also get 1883, which is the prequel for Yellowstone, which is Emma, one of Amazon's biggest shows, if not the biggest show. Um, and that drops on December 19th. Then we have another show that I'm really looking forward to, which is Emily in Paris season two. I mean, it's about Paris. It's about a, an American girl who goes to Paris. To live there and work for a year. And Paris is literally one of my favorite cities in the world. I absolutely love it there. I think about it all the time um, and my time there. And so I'm definitely, anything that I can watch that will immerse me in the fabulousness of French or Parisian culture, I am all for it. So that's December 22nd on Netflix, Emily in Paris, season two. And then finally, 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 finally... The final show that I'm going to tell you about is another one that we're all like, call me Khaled, (laughs) that we're looking forward to. And when I say that we're looking forward to, I mean that I'm looking forward to, but I I mean, because we're friends, y'all should be looking forward to this too, which is The Book of Boba Fett. Coming to Disney Plus on December 29th, just to end the year on a bang with fireworks and a big splash. So the book of Boba Fett is going to pick up where the Mandalorian left off with this character. And we're going to find out what the mercenary Boba Fett has been up to. I think th- since that point, since we leave him in the Mandalorian. And if you don't know what the Mandalorian is, stop watching. Stop. I mean, stop listening to this podcast. Our friendship is severed. That's it. For us. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to let you go with love and respectfully. Uh, But (laughs) if you do know what The Mandalorian is and you are up to date and you've watched all the seasons um, and you also have a love affair with Baby Yoda, also known as Grogu, then I'm pretty sure you're going to be excited about this one. Um, Because everybody who watches or uh, is a fan of the Star Wars universe, this is just giving us more content and an opportunity to expand that world with new characters and new experiences and new stories. So I love it. Y'all, that's it. That is it. I gave you so much tea from September through, which I didn't plan about the September part, but Apple Plus, I mean, hey, through to December, you have all the things to watch right now. Um, You could even like just hit pause on this podcast and just go start queuing up your wish list, your watch lists so that you are ready to go. Um, put, write this down somewhere so you can refer to it quickly. I should just do a cheat sheet on my Instagram (laughs) as to everything that's coming. Um, but you guys will definitely, definitely now know exactly what's coming, when it's coming and where you're going to be able to stream it. All right. You're welcome you know, that's all coming from your TV guide guru. Namaste, watching TV. I had to say it again. Right. Well, welcome to Hollywood. This is the what's happening in Hollywood segment. And this is literally also just a massive list, like just a massive list of what you need to watch. But I'm only focusing on movies here because I just focused on all them television shows. Y'all, what y'all want from me? Um that are coming, things that you can stream right now, things that you're going to be able to stream um, between the rem- for the remainder of the year, things that are coming, and then things that are currently in theaters that I think you guys should go check out if you can go watch movies currently. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. So th- movies you need to watch. I've seen a bunch of these uh, already and then some I haven't seen. So if I've seen it, I'll give you a, a quick 2.5. Um, and if I haven't seen it, I'll just let you know where you can watch it, okay? All right, the first one, The Harder They Fall. This movie is super duper lit. Super duper lit. Five stars, okay? It is amazing. The cast is out of this world. I'm talking Regina King, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, uh, Dion Cole, Damon Wayans, Dwanda Wise, RJ Clot... Kyler, Kyler, I think is his last name. It was directed by James Samuel and which is Seal's little brother. Who the heck knew that? Um, And produced by James Lasseter and the one and the only Sean Jay-Z Carter. You can actually check this out on Netflix. It is currently streaming. You need to watch it. This is like, this is literally one of the best Westerns I've ever seen. And it is a Western in truth. Like it is, it sticks to the genre. Um, but what it does do is adds an amazing sound, like soundtrack. Like the soundtrack is fire for fire, like just actually incredible. You definitely need to check that one out, The Harder They Fall, currently streaming globally on Netflix. Another one that you should check out, this is also superstar-studded and a lot of fun, is Red Notice. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gal Gadot, and it's directed by Rawson Marshall Thurgood jump into that one. It's just a good old time. It's a heist movie. It has three heavy hitters in it, uh, as the leads, co-leads. Um, it's fun. It's what you would expect from Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds, you know? And Gal Gadot jumps in there with her little badass self. Like, yes, sis, she looks fantastic in this film. Um, she looks fantastic in everything she does. But, um, yeah, I mean, go check it out. I had a really good time watching it. You probably will too. Another, and that's also streaming globally on Netflix. Another Netflix film. So this, everything up until, I'll let you know when I'm out of Netflix. But anyway, for now, we're talking about Netflix. Next Netflix uh, film, it's called Passing. Stars Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega and Alexander Skarsgård. It's directed by Rebecca Hall and produced by Forrest Whitaker, Rebecca Hall, and it's, and Rebecca Hall, among others. And it's based on a novel of the same name. And basically the premise is, we're talking like, A time in the, in the history of the United States of America where, um, you know, Jim Crow laws are still a thing and which really, truthfully, sadly, not that long ago. Um, and these women are very, 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 very light skinned, um, but they are black and one chooses, who's Ruth Nega, her character, she chooses to pass as white and is married to Alexander Skarsgård and she grew up in Chicago with Tessa Thompson's character who does not choose to pass as white even though she it could basically um and then all of the stuff that happens as a result of that and their reconnection so it's um it's an interesting story for sure I have yet to watch it but it is streaming globally on Netflix. Another one Army of Thieves which is the prequel to the Army of the Dead which was Zack Snyder's um, zombie film. And this is also a heist film. Brings back one of the characters, um, and which is the, the safe cracker, and who also is um, the director of this film. So he did a great job. It's a lot of fun. It's a good old time. It's streaming on Netflix. Jump in and watch it, and then go ahead and watch The Army of the Dead. At least you can do a little marathon back to back. Another one on Netflix, The Guilty, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh basically the premise of this film is he is a cop who has been put on desk duty, specifically 911, 911 operator duty. And he um, gets contacted on the job during a kidnapping and all of the stuff that happens. But what was interesting about this film is that it basically has like one setup. And so the entire film happens in one space. And so you don't really ever see him interacting with his other characters except through the phone, which is super cool. I thought that was a very interesting way to tell this story. So I haven't seen it yet, um, but I've heard it's pretty good. That's Jake Hall's movie, The Guilty on Netflix. Another romantic comedy, I swear Netflix brought the rom-com back, gave it, <laughs> breathe new life into it, uh, into the genre with this holiday themed film called Love Hard starring Nina Dobrev. Um also a Canuck, and if you are a fan of the Vampire Diaries, then you know exactly who she is. This one was a lot of fun to watch. Typical rom-com stuff um, that happens. It's, you know, the will they, won't they, and, you know, like, it's essentially a um, Cyrano kind of, Cyrano de Bergerac kind of storyline, Right. Um, she's being coached by the ugly guy who actually has the great personality. And I say ugly with, like, I'm using that term with a grain of salt. There is nothing ugly about this man. Um, he's perfectly good looking. Like, he is not one to feel like you would have settled for him. But they framed the character this way. And so that's, I'm just, I'm just giving it to you that way. But personally, totally good looking kid. Um but again just a good old time lots of laughs lots of awkwardness um and very cute so if you love the Cyrano de Bergerac kind of stories then you should really enjoy love hard next up we have bruised by uh which is Halle Berry's de- directorial de- de- debut if I could get my tongue to work Um, which will also be streaming on Netflix. It is not out yet, but the soundtrack just dropped. So you should go check that out. Today, November 19th, is the premiere of Andrew Garfield's new movie on Netflix called Tick, Tick, Boom, which is a musical. He sings in it. Y'all should get into it. Um, And then we have Sandra Bullock's latest, which is coming to Netflix, which is called Unforgivable and is not out yet as well. Finally, that is all Netflix, y'all. Like, Netflix, I tell you, they just be like, y'all is not going to be able to keep up. But I low-key feel like all the other streamers are like, hold my beer. Um, and are coming for Netflix's freaking um, market share. They'll they'll try. I don't see that happening. I don't see anyone taking over Netflix's market share. Truth be told, especially since they're now pumping out, like, all of these films with major stars, like, like, Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the highest paid actor in the world. So for them to have a film starring him, not just him, Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds, makes no... Like, it's an original property. It's not licensed. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right. More movies. So these ones you can either stream for free or you can rent. And these are all going to be on Amazon Prime. Okay? So first up, No Time to Die, which was... Daniel Craig's final turn as the very lovable brute spy um, from MI6 with a license to kill and a double O designation, James Bond. Um, I actually was super like, I thought I was going to just like ball at the end of this movie. (laughs) But I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. But I really thought I was going to be super emotional at the end. Um, It is very good. It's true to form. Um, they really tied all the stories together from the beginning of, like, the first film that Daniel Craig was in as James Bond through to this one. They kept this the threads all working together. Um, it really is a good set of standalone movies, like, just extracted completely from the world of James Bond altogether. These, uh, those five standalone. alone. And, um... Are just a really good, it's just really good. So you have Daniel Craig as 007, you have Ralph Fiennes coming back as M, lashana Lynch as the new 007, um, and Rami Malik as um the villain, primary villain, and Lisa do comes back, uh reprises her role as Madeleine, and Nomi Harris reprises her role as Money Penny. And it's directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Um, and it is currently available to rent on Amazon prime. And I'm pretty sure in the next few months, you're going to be able to see, uh, see it streaming for free somewhere for me. It's probably going to end up on Crave. So, um, yeah, that's no time to die. Get into it. Rent it on Amazon prime. Then you have available to rent on Amazon prime. M night Shalaman's latest work old, um, is available for rent. I don't really know a whole lot about what the premise of this movie is. I just know that there's like a family, they're on vacation. They're told about this private beach, but not, but told not to go to the beach. They go to the beach and all of a sudden everybody starts getting old and dying and other things happen. That's basically all I know. Um, As to what happens, how it works out, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. I, I I have no, uh, no idea. Rent it, watch it. Um, M. Night Shyamalan definitely has had some hits and misses and notably his biggest hit was was The Sixth Sense and from that point forward it's been like a little bit shaky. So hopefully this one uh, pulls him back to greatness. Uh, Then we have After We Fell which is now also available on Amazon Prime. You can watch After and After We Collided on Netflix. Both of them are currently available for streaming but for the third installment you have to catch it and rent it on Amazon Prime. And it just picks up where we left off with the story, um, of Tessa and Hardin. But I will say this, this is, this is the movie where I was like, Hardin is actually super toxic, like super duper toxic. And, uh, Tessa has relationship patterns that she needs to address. She needs therapy. Hardin needs therapy. Um... And yeah, it's actually, this is the movie where I was like, this is not cute. And they're way too young to be going through these cycles. Like, Tessa's at this point, what, 1920? Not even legally able to drink in the United States of America? Girl, bye. Like, get up out of this relationship. Shoot, this will suck you dry. Like, I mean, yeah, I was just like, "Mm mm-mm. This, it's not cute. (laughs) It's not cute. Y'all too young to be going through stuff like this. After we Fellows available for rent, Amazon Prime. Next up, we have Chaos Walking. Chaos Walking is probably the most interesting and unique story I have seen in a film in years. Years. Uh, it's an adaptation of a novel based on the same same name, I believe. It stars Daisy Ridley, uh, Star Wars, and Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Mads Mikkelsen, everything. All the things. Mads isn't damn near everything. Um... <laughs> And it's currently streaming for free on Amazon Prime. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. There was only one thing that I would have liked to see happen that they, like for them to circle back to that they didn't. And I was expecting them to, but like I said, they did not. It did not destroy the film for me. But very, very, very unique, very interesting premise. I really enjoyed that one. Then we have Voyagers, which stars Colin Farrell, which is basically Lord of the Flies in space. Um, I'm not a fan of Lord of the Flies type stories, I just like introducing a very heinous situation and then automatically introducing cruelty just don't work for my sensibilities. I'm sensitive and it just annoys and frustrates me and makes me angry. <laughs> so it's like, why am I going to watch this to just make my blood pressure rise? But I'm probably going to watch it anyway. I mean, whatever. Um, it's <laughs> it's currently streaming on Amazon Prime for free. Uh, you don't need to rent it. Another one that was just beautifully done is The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. Stars Benedict Cumberbatch and Claire Foy. Currently streaming for free on Amazon Prime. It is so beautiful, such a wonderful movie. Um so sad at moments um and heartfelt and interesting and awkward. Uh Benedict is wonderful in this. I mean wonderful in this film. Like just Wonderful character acting. I, I just, I can't, I can't even speak enough. Like it's, it just, he, his character made me want to hug him. Like I just wanted to hug him all the time and just tell him it's going to be okay. <laughs> like such a good movie. Um And based on a real person. So it's a bit of a biography. Biographical. Yeah, that's the word. Sure. Whatever. Um, I think you guys would really enjoy this. That one. The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. Then we have, okay, that's it for Amazon Prime. Moving on. Spiral which is another of another film in the Saw universe it stars Chris, Walk, Chris Rock and basically picks up some several years after uh the killer has been killed and there's now a new um what do you call it copycat who's taken on the same type of brutality that the original killer took on um and it's all right i mean it's whatever for my canadians you can watch it on crave you could also rent it on Amazon Prime, and I think it's also streaming uh, somewhere in the U.S. But yeah, like, mm, love it or leave it. Like, if you're into the, if you're into that genre, watch it. If you're not, leave it alone. It's it's whatever. It's it, yeah. It's not a must watch kind of vibe. Okay. Then we've got okay. I think that's it for Crave. Yep. Moving on to Disney Plus. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is now currently available to stream for free. No premiere access required. Um, That happened on Disney Plus Day, which was November 12th, which basically was a celebration of their two-year anniversary of the streamer becoming active. And so they released a few films for free uh, that were previously um, premiere access only. They also released Jungle Cruise, which I've also reviewed on this podcast, which was a lot of fun. And I think you guys will really enjoy that, especially if you like, like I said, the mummy movies. You're going to really like this one. So also no longer required for premiere access. You can stream it for free. Home Sweet Home Alone, which is Disney Plus's reboot of the 90s classic that made Macaulay Culkin a household name. Home Alone is their latest version and is also currently streaming on Disney Plus. So you guys should jump into that. On Apple Plus, Finch, which is a film starring Tom Hanks, it's a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic dystopian kind of film where Tom Hanks's character Finch is alone. So castaway dystopian, <laughs> basically. Um, you can check that out on Apple Plus. It's currently streaming. Um, and then also on Apple Plus on December 27th, I'll tell you when it's streaming because it's not out yet. And pretty much everything else I've talked about is currently available, but this one is not yet. It's called Swan Song. It's out on December 27th and it stars Mahershala Ali, Numi Harris, um, Aquafina, and Glenn Close. It is now, it is also on Apple Plus. It's also science fiction, super interesting premise. Um, essentially, Mahershala's character is dying. And goes into a program to clone, have himself cloned, but he doesn't tell his family. So, um, Nomi Harris is his wife and he has a son. So super interesting premise. I'm I'm looking forward to watching that one. There's gonna be a lot to watch as the weather gets colder. Um, and then if you are out and about and you're going out to watch things in theaters, you can check out King Richard, which is the, um... Will Smith stars Will Smith and is the biopic of their of Venus and Serena Williams dad so it's about him um shepherding his children into greatness in the world of tennis so and it's called King Richard it's King Richard it's out now in theaters and is also available for streaming on HBO Max in the U.S. okay then we have Belfast which stars Jamie Dornan and Catriona Balfe, which is also in theaters then we have House of Gucci Actually, Belfast is coming out next week, I believe the 24th. And we have House of Gucci, which has a completely all-star cast. I'm super looking forward to seeing this. Um, especially I want to see Lady Gaga as Patricia. And, uh, it looks amazing. That's coming out November 24th, only in theaters. We have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is out now starring the sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd, and is a callback to the Ghostbusters franchise. Um... I actually cannot wait to see that one. Huge Ghostbusters fan. Then we have The Power of the Dog, um, which is coming out soon. The Matrix Resurrections, which is coming out in December. Nightmare Alley. The Tragedy of Macbeth. (laughs) Macbeth? Who the heck? The Tragedy of Macbeth, (laughs) starring Denzel Washington. And then the one that I'm just really actually... Well, aside from The Matrix Resurrections and The House of Gucci and Ghostbusters, the one I really, really, really want to see, Spider-Man No Way Home. Introducing the multiverse. You've got to go watch the trailer. It's out on... The trailers for all of these are available on YouTube. You've got to go watch them. But the Spider-Man No Way Home, no Way Home trailer, the, the final trailer, is bonkers. <laughs> like, it's, If you're a fan and you've been a fan and you've been watching since Tobey Maguire, you're going to want to watch this one. For absolute sure. Um, But yeah, so that's it for What's Up in Hollywood. All of these movies, uh, you definitely have an opportunity to check out. Holidays are coming up. People are going to be off. Uh, We're still not totally past this whole pandemic thing, even though some people are living like they are. I, like, salute you. Um, But yeah, lots and lots and lots of content for your head. Okay? Know what that means it's twitter me laughing and i've got some tweets for you about a show that i absolutely adored like it was a new find for me for 2021 and i literally was like i gotta watch this i like i absolutely have to watch this show and i really actually got introduced i had heard of it but hadn't had any interest in watching it until i actually saw a clip Um, that someone had posted on Instagram of them watching it. And that clip was so hilarious to me that it sold me on the show. And I think I've told that story already, but it sold me on the show completely. I absolutely adore it. Um, I literally would be going like between different moments where I would be like laughing until tears came. And then I would follow that up immediately by like like real tears like because I would be sad or I'd be overwhelmed or something really sweet would happen or something touching or endearing um literally quickly Ted so oh let me tell you what the show's about how about that so quickly Ted Lasso is about an American high school football coach who is offered a job to coach a UK based professional soccer club um Richmond rich the Richmond FC he's never coached soccer before and he literally knows little to nothing about the game But it doesn't stop him from, like, trying to be his best and do his best and bring out the best in the team. And he actually does that. He, along with his hilariously stoic coach, uh, assistant coach, Coach Beard, um, who also has a luxurious beard. So his name is Beard and he has a beard. It's fantastic. It's it's, Oh, my God. It's comedic genius. Um, Team up to bring the slumping Richmond FC into the green. So really trying to help them win. He succeeds as much as he fails. But it's an incredibly delightful journey to go on. Um, and I definitely think you should watch. Whether you're into sports, whether you're into soccer or not, you should definitely watch. Um, so here are some sh- tweets about the show. So at Folk Song said, watching the last episode of hashtag Ted Lasso and I need to I need Nate to be dealt with expeditiously. She followed that up by saying, OMG, I finally finished and I did not expect that ending. Hashtag Ted Lasso. Like I literally gasped for real. Um, At the Night Surgeon tweeted, I have just finished Ted Lasso in four days and I have to say, it is one of the most incredible TV shows I have ever seen. Hilarious, heartbreaking, raw, joyous, and a much needed exploration of mental health, forgiveness, and growth. Season three can't come soon enough. I 100% agree. At HeyLink... Tweeted, god damn it. I feel like I'm crying every 15 minutes of watching hashtag Ted Lasso. Laugh out loud. Crying emoji. Totally true. Totally true. I feel the same way. At go lasso go tweeted, six weeks into hiatus, hashtag Ted Lasso. And it's a gif. Nope. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. I know it's rough, right? A pep talk generator based on hash <laughs> based on Ted Lasso's character. Tweeted girl your choice of attire shows mad skills period hashtag pep talk generator hashtag ted lasso hashtag at 10 at 10 pure per at 10 per hashtag tweeted hashtag ted lasso season two keeps getting better and better what else do we got what else do we got at gary At Gary Andrew tweeted, hashtag Ted Lasso is getting me through some difficult days. Time to hashtag believe. So all I have to say is it's definitely something you should watch. Um, I really, really enjoyed this show. And with that last tweet brings us to the end of this episode. Holy crap on a cracker, guys. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We're out. Yeah. Episode 10, season finale of season one of the Obsessful Podcast is officially done. I am super, 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 super happy about this journey that I've been on with you guys. And I thank everyone for listening to me ramble on at times, <laughs> about what I'm watching and how I feel about those things. And thank you for coming back and watching. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for reaching out to me um, and letting me know what you think about what I'm saying about these shows and movies, etc. Um, I'm like forever grateful that you guys are rocking with me. And like I said, you're stuck with me. As long as I'm doing this, y'all going to be doing this. So and by doing this, I mean listening to me do this <laughs> so, so we're 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 bonded, we're bonded, and whenever you feel during this hiatus between season one and the full set of season two because I'm not gone, like I said, I'm coming back for uh season one B, which is all the wheel of time and um to be fair, I started watching because the episodes dropped last night early like before midnight, I was able to watch it. And I was so geeked and so excited. I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I was like, do I wait till tomorrow? And then I was like, screw it. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. So I did watch. Um, so the first, I'm not done. So we got three episodes and I'm not done yet. So I'm, I watched the first two and I'm going to watch the third one today. Actually, I'm going to start all over again. You know this what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, once I've watched it for fun, I'm going to watch it again for the podcast and I will have something for you probably by Monday or Tuesday, the latest, uh, a review of the first three episodes. And then we're going to do episode by episode after that. So not totally gone. Um, if, you're, if you're watching The Wheel of Time, if you're a fan of Robert Jordan, if you're a fan of fantasy, you're going to want to come back and check out what I have to say about the show. I've been waiting for a very long time to watch it. It's very, very... I'm, I'm having a very weird experience. I'm not going to get into the review right now because I need to gather and collect all of my thoughts. But um, I'm excited to share everything with you guys and to talk to you about this most, most, most love adaptation. I am a super fan and I am excited. Anyway, that's it for me. It's your girl, Nicole, also known as Nikki, also known as your bestie. This is the Obsessible Podcast. I'm so glad that you were here. Bye.